Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Brooke, we both grew up in the early 2000s, and we remember how absolutely brutal tabloids were on celebrities back then. Yeah, and we're reminded of it every time we do a new season of Even the Rich, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, exactly. And I feel like no one knows more about how ruthless said media can be than Lindsay Lohan. She rose to fame in the early aughts with what is arguably the best movie in the world, (laughs) Aaron Trap. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was really put through the ringer. Her career took a massive hit, but now... She's back, baby. Hollywood loves their comebacks. Mm -hmm. Lindsay is riding high after starring in a new Netflix movie. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like she's going anywhere anytime soon. She's got more on the way. So So it looks like we might be in store for a lot more Lohan, and I'm here for it. Oh, God, I am so here for it. (laughs) When she's at her peak, she is at her peak. Agree. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Tuesday, November 15th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. Sheriff, could you please tell her to let me out of here? First, we need to figure out who you are. What do you mean, who I am? My name is... My name is... So what are we supposed to do with her? I have a place. Does it have room service? So, Richies, you may recognize that very distinct, raspy voice. Of course, (laughs) that's Lindsay Lohan. And she's back with a new Netflix Christmas movie. Honestly, my favorite genre. Mm -hmm. Um, The movie is called Falling for Christmas. And yes, that's her singing Jingle Bell Rock, which is honestly (laughs) probably more iconic because of obviously her role in Mean Girls back in 2004. And that was when she was 
honestly, I feel like just at the height of fame. Yeah. She was in every magazine. She was in tons of newspaper headlines Mm -hmm. that I was definitely reading. Oh, I couldn't wait to wake up and read the morning paper (laughs) with a new Lindsay Lohan headline. (laughs) Yeah, she was always on the, you know, the front page, top fold is what they call it. Uh Um, But even though Lindsay was a huge star in the early 2000s, she stayed pretty quiet in recent years. She has not taken on any major projects Mm -mm. until right now. Mm -hmm. She recently sat down with Who, What, Where, and she opened up about being back in front of the camera and all of the pressure that goes along with it. Yeah. So this is actually her first starring role in a movie in almost 10 years. I mean, that's no one talks about Lohan Beach Club on MTV for good reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> we watched that, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. It was not great. I mean, it was fine. We saw better. It We've scratched better. an itch. I'm not going to lie, but like... It certainly did. Yeah. Um, but Lindsay does say that she doesn't want people calling this a comeback because it puts a lot of pressure on the situation, which I understand. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. very fair. Um, yeah. And she says she doesn't want that kind of attention. She also says she felt like this was the perfect movie to return with because she wanted to do something where people felt like she hadn't left. Mm-hmm. I think she just means like, because it's like a lighthearted rom-com. Yeah, you know? it's, you know, it's fun. It's frothy. You just yeah. dip your toes into it. Yeah. yeah. No, I get and it. there's that scene where she meets her twin under the mistletoe. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, wow, where have you been? You really fell off the map. <laughs> yep. Um, she also called the process of making the movie a blessing. And just a few days ago, she was on Good Morning America and she talked about being back on set. And so when I came back on to set this time, it felt really refreshingly exciting again, which I really needed. And I wanted to get to the point where I was craving being on set to really be there. And, and now I'm also executive producing, which I get to play another role. And I'm loving every minute of it. I will say, like, it's nice to see her be excited about, like, doing movies again. Because I feel like it got to a point where she was just like, no, this business isn't for me. Yeah. Well, I don't blame her. Like, No, uh, same. Absolutely tore her apart. What was interesting in the Who, What, Where article, for some reason, I know we're, you know, basically in the industry. (laughs) I did not realize what a stark contrast there is between film sets, like how it used to be eight months like it said in the article she spent Mm. eight months filming parent trap Mm -hmm. and nowadays it's they're about six week movie sets like that's so much faster (laughs) it is it's a lot faster (laughs) case anyone couldn't do that math it's faster (laughs) well also in the parent trap she had to play all the roles so it probably took longer (laughs) and do an accent god this girl was unstoppable (laughs) (laughs) truly So Lindsay, you know, is saying she doesn't love calling this a comeback, but her return as a leading lady has been very welcomed by fans and even some critics, Mm -hmm. which to that I say, I've never listened to critics. I'm putting that out there. I don't care what they say. Growing up, we'd always be like, okay, what movie should we see? And my mom would be like, oh, it didn't get great reviews and be like, okay. And so did she bring up Siskel and Ebert? Yeah, she had plaques of them and their thumbs. Seriously, we took them. Yeah, why did these two random-ass guys get to tell us if a movie was bad or good? Yeah, honestly. That's what I want to know. And also, how do I get that job? (laughs) Because... I know, seriously. (laughs) I've got two thumbs. Um, So overall, Lindsay's getting a lot of praise for her performance in Falling for Christmas. But we have to remember, this is a made-for-streaming Christmas rom-com, which to me is the best type of movie. I know I just said that. Yeah, somebody was like... Well, you know, Netflix movies are kind of trash. And I was like, I'm sorry? 
Excuse I love me? the Christmas movies on Netflix, and I don't care who knows it. Well, I I mentioned this and got absolutely skewered for saying this, but I saw this movie at Friendsgiving without Brooke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Let's and... just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Richie, let's let's just hold oh, on a God. second here. Oh God. I shouldn't have so, even gone down this road. My stupid ass, just drenched in clown makeup, was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this movie yet because I'm sure Arisha wants to watch it. We'll probably watch it together. And then I find out this bitch saw it at Friendsgiving in Chicago. I'm like, who are you? You're a stranger to me. Well, here's I'm the thing. heartbroken. At this Friendsgiving, I gave basically a PowerPoint presentation about <laughs> types of Christmas movies because you have your classics, <laughs> you have your Hallmark movies, and then you have the stuff in the middle. And Netflix uh-huh. falls in the middle. They do? Yeah. That's all I want to say. And I love that about them because Hallmark takes it too far, let's be honest. Hallmark is truly out of control <laughs> and they need to be I, investigated by the authorities because this is just ridiculous. We could do a whole podcast series on Christmas movies and rom-coms. Like, honestly, the people need it. <laughs> Could and should. Right into your local officials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what the power of voting can do for us. Yes. But anyway, you're dead to me. So Okay. Got it. That's fair. Um, so <laughs> I will say on the positive side of reviews, Rolling Stone is calling the movie a healthy dollop of Christmas camp, which I mm. can get behind. That's makes me think of that's sour what cream. We're looking for. <laughs> me too. The word dollop will always make me think of sour cream. Um, Jezebel called Lindsay's performance triumphant. Mm. And with maybe one of the craziest reviews I've ever heard, IndieWire mm-hmm. <laughs> called Falling for Christmas the Citizen Kane of mm-hmm. Netflix Christmas movies. I need someone to check on IndieWire, make sure that they're okay, because <laughs> I I saw this and I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just... I honestly, did they mean it as a compliment? I don't know. I because really don't know. I've never seen Citizen Kane. Never will. I was but... forced to in college. <gasps> really? Yeah. That sounds I... like torture for you. That's the dog one, right? Well, I took... No, 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 no. Oh, never mind. I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. You're talking about... um Kojo. Kujo. Kujo. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I always mix up <laughs> Citizen Kane and Kujo... <laughs> I, I, I've never seen either of those movies, but I still yeah. always think they're the same movie. It's Yeah, well, it's very obvious that only one of us took a film class in college. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so on the other side of these reviews, the AV mm. Club called Falling for Christmas not a good movie. Mm. The Guardian called the script as off the production line as they come. Okay, so I'm two degrees away from the writer of this script. He's good friends with Dennis. Okay. My improv coach, you remember? Oh, I remember. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, mm, I saw this review and I was like, ooh, should I send Ouch. this to Dennis to send yes. to his friend or? Yes. What? No, don't, don't do that. It seems I'm fun, sure his friend has seen it as he's counting his dollar bills for Netflix. <laughs> that's probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sunday Times writer Jonathan Dean went so hard. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he tweeted. Watch the new Lindsay Lohan Falling for Christmas. Appalling. Nobody <laughs> in the film wants to be in the film. Terribly directed. No idea how to tell a story. Shit story anyway. <laughs> Baffling prop decisions. Acting subhuman. Highly recommend. Haven't laughed like that for years. Five out of five. That <laughs> review, like, that review applies to that review. 
Like, that's a good review of reading that review. Mm, yeah. It was a roller coaster, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, read the Sunday Times writer Jonathan Dean's tweet. Appalling. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> tweet wants to be a tweet. Terribly directed. It totally applies. Yeah, it does. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing, though. With these holiday movies, you're absolutely not going to please everyone. It's not like this is Citizen Kane slash Cujo, which... <laughs> Did that please everyone? I don't no, even know. No, uh, I'm far from pleased. <laughs> um, but it's not, you know, obviously her movie is not going to be a top contender for this year's Oscars, which, to be fair, top contenders for Oscars are usually sus anyway. Agreed. Um, but in her interview with Who What Where, Lindsay's really optimistic about the future of her career. And she's definitely got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, so earlier this year, she launched her podcast, The Lowdown with Lindsay Lohan, and she spelled Lowdown L-O-H, Great which name. I love. Yeah. Love it. Um, so she basically interviews other celebrities, and she offers her insight about different topics. And she does have another rom-com lined up with Netflix called Irish Wish, which love I cannot it. wait to watch I without can't. you. Oh, my God. Um, wow. 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 <laughs> God, you uh, make Lindsay one says, mistake. One. So, Lindsay says this is a bigger movie where she gets to really go deep. Don't know. Is that that a double entendre? I don't know, but I said it in a sexy way for some reason. You really did. So, I was like, wait, is it a Um, porno? (laughs) What are we talking about here? Lindsay also said that she's not the kind of person that thinks about the movies she's done, but that it's her dream to enter the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel like that's everyone's dream. I'm like, who doesn't want to be a superhero? Well, I'm so sick of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everyone's already in it. Like, I know. start a new universe. <laughs> that should be her dream. The rom-com universe, where all the rom-com oh, stars are also superheroes. That is That's literally my dream. Yep, no one steal that. <laughs> giving out gold today. Um, so, Lindsay also addressed rumors that there's going to be a sequel to Freaky Friday, which came out in 2003. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. She said, it would be a very exciting adventure to go on. And that she would not say no if she was asked to do it. Mm. So mm. someone call up Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's get this on the books. <sighs> JLC, come on. Come on. Yeah. Come um, on. <laughs> so I know Lindsay's like, don't call it a comeback. But Lindsay is back after a long time away. And here's the thing. Is this going to be like a one and done or a two and done type of a thing? Or is she here to stay? Are we getting Lindsay 2.0? I I think she's back. I don't okay. think. I mean, look, look, she's always been a great actor, I yeah. think. Oh, for sure. Um, and she's like, very talented. Just seeing these interviews from her, she feels like she's enjoying it again. She's producing. She's yeah. like getting more involved. And yeah, I think we're going to I think we're going to see her in many more rom-coms. I'm hoping. I hope she oh, sticks God, to rom-coms because I, so. I love it. Like that's <sighs> that's my favorite Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, and we need like, higher quality rom-coms out there. Like, they have been yeah. lacking lately. Uh-huh. And I know a lot of Hollywood producers listen to this show, so of course. step up. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you've been doing. We've got well, Lindsay it's... Lohan, who's back. Mm-hmm. Let's start making magic again. And let's give some credit to Court Overstreet, a.k.a. Trouty Mouth, if you were a Glee fan. Oh my He's God, great. I kept calling him Fish Lips. <laughs> I could not remember what his nickname was. Fishlips works too, but I love him. I've always loved him. And I think this pair is really cute. So it is cute. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but I obviously can't say anything because someone will absolutely lose it. So yes, someone will. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I've learned a really important lesson today. I don't believe that, but we'll see. Okay, well, I'll pretend to have learned a lesson. Okay. And then go watch more rom-coms without you. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot dog. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them, In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.